0: Hello, and welcome back to the Move Forward podcast. My name is Michelle Wolfe, and today my co-host Dana and I are answering a listener's question today about overcoming fear. Fear is such a paralyzing emotion, and I recently did this masterclass with Anna Lozano. She's actually our podcast guest this week on the show. We have a great conversation. And in the masterclass that I did with her, she had us diving deeper into some of the beliefs that we have and I was actually shocked at some of the fear that I had hidden deep down And although I feel really confident and I know anything is possible, it's become more and more clear that these past habits and lessons that I've been taught has me fearful for some things that I I honestly, I didn't even know that I was fearful of. So getting curious, having awareness of what's going on inside of our thoughts is the first step to unleashing these fears, letting them go and moving forward. Of course, on this episode, we're also chatting about Dana's mermaid hair and how often we do not wash our hair. And I know that it's going to be a good mix of spirituality and some random girl chats. So buckle up and enjoy the ride. And if you have any questions that you would like Dana and I to answer on an upcoming episode, you can email me at hello at vmichellewolf.com. First of all, you and your mermaid hair, have you ever thought of going short?
1: Oh my gosh. I used to be short. When I was in second year university, I'd like, I have a tendency to grow a lot of hair and it grows fairly quickly. And so I cut it super short. I wanted one of those like crazy pixie bobs that were like really in style and I did it and I loved it. I felt so rebellious. Isn't it funny what you, what hair can do? Oh Yeah. I, and I did, I loved it, but then I grew it long again. I love long hair on me.
0: Mm-hmm. The I just look of like, it? I
1: just feel like it, it helps exude my inner femininity. And when it's shorter, I feel more rebellious and I, I like embrace that masculine side of myself because it's that yin and yang always. But I think I have a tendency to maybe swing as an entrepreneur towards more of the masculine side. So it's important for me to retain
0: That femininity.
1: Oh my gosh! that balance.
0: I'm the same. I feel yes, and that is why I keep it long. Like I've had thoughts, and I even my hairdresser just told me, and I'm like, no, I just I feel so feminine, and in in other parts of my life, like being an entrepreneur, even just like my body type is more mask. Like I'm muscly. I'm a mesomorph. I'm a mesomorph mesomorph,
1: mesomorph, M-E-S-O, meso, M-O-R-P-H, mesomorph. It sounds like food, like meso. Yes, it does. It does. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's your body type. I am the same as you. You
0: are? Oh
1: yeah. I build muscle. I can build muscle so fast.
0: Oh my God. How did I not know that? I think I just need to see you. I feel like I've seen you like once in real, twice in real life.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) And the camera's
1: like in front of my face, and
0: you know, totally. Yeah. Oh my gosh, girl. All right. What do we got going on here? I have a question for you. Let's get to it.
1: Let's get to the question.
0: We're talking about fear today. So there (laughs) is somebody who was asking me about fear, and she said that fear holds me back from so many things in my life fear of failure, fear of disappointment, fear of being rejected. Do you feel fear often? And if so, how do you overcome these emotions?
1: Well, wow. You
0: First want to dive into it? You're going for it. Go for it, girl.
1: Why don't you start? You start.
0: Fear. Okay. And I didn't even think about this one. I was like, here we go. Yeah. So, okay. Let me think about this. So fear definitely is there, but it's not. It's not like really like a strong thing. I am a yes person, so like if somebody says like, "Hey, you want to go jump out of a plane?" I'm like, "Sure, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll jump out of a plane a couple of times. Sure, no problem. I mean, I don't think I want to do it again, but it's there." Um, and then, for instance, like things like you know, even like rock climbing, I'm like, I'd do it, but I don't love it. Like I have a little bit of fear, but like sure. But things like
1: acceptance
0: acceptance. <laughs> things like showing up in my fullest capacity, sometimes scare the bejeebers out of me. Yeah. So it's more so these type of things where I would say are like a, they're not in my face. Like, oh my God, I'm so scared of that. Oh, I'm, fe- I'm scared of it. snakes. That's my one. I was thing. just going to say snakes. It's my one thing. Cause I had a lot of dreams as a kid. I just like, they were coming up from the porch that was right by the stairs, by my bedroom. And they always came up the stairs and into my room, not actually, but that's what happened in my dream on a very regular basis. So just, just
1: before you move away from snakes, okay? because snakes actually carry a really good omen when they come in dreams, depending on the feel of it, but a snake can really symbolize transformation. So next time you are feeling afraid of snakes, just tell yourself it's showing up in the university as an opportunity for transformation.
0: In the university? Okay. Did I say the
1: university? (laughs) Can you edit that out? When it shows up for you in the university.
0: (laughs) But that's what's so good. I love it. You know, when you're on a roll, I say it all the time. I'm like, yesterday I was outside and we were talking about like, the snow is falling on the floor. I was like, the snow is falling on the floor. I was like, I don't care. I'm still going to post it because it's hilarious. Somebody will pick it up. (laughs) Right? Yeah,
1: Somebody will. But
0: that's interesting. I never actually thought to look it up.
1: Yeah. But I had it
0: for many, 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 many
1: years. And fertility.
0: Oh, well, I'm not getting it these days. I'm just saying like when I was like a little, little girl, I used to get these dreams (laughs) all the time.
1: Okay. But back to her question. Sorry. We went on this little side note.
0: Yeah. So fear comes up for me in other ways. It's not like really extreme bouts of fear. Um, But, but I can see, but I, but I know a lot of people who do have a lot of fear and overcoming these emotions is I would say, first of all, you want to find out like, where does that fear come from? Cause it could be like a deeper underlying thing of like why you have these fears and then being able to learn how to overcome that. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. It also depends what type of fears you have. Um, So let's say fear of failure or fear of disappointment, fear of being rejected. It can be scary, right? Because nobody wants to have, nobody wants to fail. Nobody wants to be rejected. And so I actually started during my entrepreneur phase. I was like, okay, so everyone tells me that I'm going to be rejected a lot. So let's just get used to it. So I was like, let's send out like a bazillion emails. And let's feel the no. Like I, I want to actually physically understand what people are talking about. So I get back the no's and now it just like flies off of me because I'm used to getting no's. Yeah. Like I yeah. get a lot of yeses, but I get a lot of no's as well. Mm-hmm. So I think that was like practice. Because well, at the I- beginning, it's like, it like stabs you in the back and it, it doesn't feel great. That's good. How about you?
1: Well, I would say when it comes to fear, the underlying source of fear is always the same for everyone when you peel it back as far as you can go and it's a feeling of separation. So fear is, pair it all the way down to its root, it's a fear of separation and I've read the Course in Miracles and I've read the Bible and there really is no separation ever It's not even an option. So the minute you recognize that you're not actually going to be cut off from your supply, you're not going to be cut off from your source, universe, God, ever, then some of those fears begin to melt away. The fear of acceptance, the fear of failure, the fear of all these things. If you follow that fear all the way to the root, it's a fear of separation. Hmm. Maybe you're fearful that that failure is somehow going to um, cut you off from your identity it's it's that fear of being separated so is it separated from your lover separated from yourself separated from your source like you got to get into the really deep work of what is the actual lion that you're facing because the minute you decide to face that lion the lion does not show himself to be nearly as big as what you thought he was going to be just the same as your what you did you sent out a bazillion emails Because you were awaiting this feeling of like, oh, rejection. And then you did that. You jumped into what you thought your fear was. And you, you realized that that fear wasn't actually as big as you had thought it was going to be. No. And that's usually the case. Yep. And so for me, like when I start to feel fearful, I know that I'm not coming from a place of love. So I stop and I decide I'm going to choose again. I'm gonna choose this thought again. I'm gonna choose this decision, this action, whatever it may be, I'm gonna stop and I'm gonna come from a place of love and I'm gonna go at it again. I'm not gonna quit because I'm fearful. I'm not quitting. I'm just taking a step back to reground, rebalance, recenter, and choose from a place of love. So that's the strategy that I try to use
0: Yeah. I like, I like that. You said that don't quit because that's definitely a tactic I've used for many years. And I know a lot of people do, which is why we don't necessarily achieve the things that we want to achieve. And so it's like understanding that, yeah, it might not go the way you want it, or it might not feel great, but it's like, try. And even if it doesn't, even if you don't get there, it's like, you have, you have to keep going. You have to keep trying. Yes. Otherwise you're blocking yourself and this can be for so many things. It's like, whether it's relationship wise, like, yeah, anything, anything. Absolutely. So imagine this, imagine you
1: have two selves, you have your true self and you have your ego, self. Ugh, that your ego. self, your true self is born to shine, is born to succeed, infinite possibilities, infinite abundance, everything at your fingertips all good, all light. Your ego wants to keep you small, is negative, tries to keep you as small and discreet as possible. So you're constantly balancing between the two voices in your head. Once you start observing, you can really begin to pinpoint which voice is what the fear voice hangs out in the ego camp. It's not actually a part of who you really are. So that fear is debilitating and keeps you from moving forward on purpose. The whole point of that fear is to keep you small and keep you from shining. But at some point or another, if you're going to grow, if you're going to succeed inwardly, what you want to succeed in, which is usually inner peace, you're going to have to face those fears and look at them for what they really are and realize it's all just an illusion and a story that you created in your ego mind. It has nothing to do with truth. Does this make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, good.
0: <laughs> I just love when you get so deep into it because
1: oh, it's
0: <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. I get very fired
1: up about ego versus <laughs> truth.
0: Yeah, this is this is a newer topic that I've really started to dive into more, but clearly you've been diving into it for a long time.
1: <laughs> oh, I love this topic. Like I could go on for hours and hours about ego versus truth. Real truth, essence of who we are versus debilitating ego. I wanna tell you this little story. So imagine this. So there's two like gnarly demons sitting at a bar stool and they're having their drinks and they're kibitzing together. And the one like gnarly dragon looks at the other and he's like, okay, how are we gonna, how are we gonna get these people to fail? Like, what are we gonna do? Let's definitely like scare them to death. We're just gonna scare them. Everything we do is gonna be scare tactic. The other demon looks at him and he says, no self-contempt. They're just going to chew at themselves. That'll be their demise. They'll be their own demise. They'll never get anywhere. And they had a drink and they said, yeah, that's what it'll be. Self-contempt.
0: Ugh. I'm like barfing inside, right? Because it's so darn true that yeah. like we got little demons inside of us.
1: 100%.
0: What is wrong oh. with that ego?
1: Right? <laughs> I it's was watching. It's an illusion. It's an it doesn't illusion. even exist. No. We create it. We create
0: it from we the. We
1: created ourselves with all the negative talk, and it starts so young, but it doesn't need to. Mm-hmm. And even when we're young, we're consuming so many things. And so, like Vera, she doesn't have ego, no. she's too. There's nothing, it's so pure and it's so beautiful the way she navigates through this world that you want to hold on to that innocence for as long as you possibly can, because she is just pure, positive energy. These little people,
0: I was just love to, these little people. Like I, I know you I do surround
1: <laughs> myself, but that's probably people. why
0: Oh. <laughs> I was listening to a podcast with Oprah. It was Oprah's podcast. And I cannot remember for the life of me who she was talking to. It was a male. And he doesn't have ego. So oh, she's
1: probably Michael Beckwith, I bet. He is an amazing. Have you ever heard him speak?
0: Could be. It could be. It's one of her newer ones. Oh and she yeah. said that she asked him or told him that he was going to be on one of her um uh book club. She his book was going to be in her book club. And yeah. most people like get ecstatics, get excited because like their ego is like, oh my gosh, I, I, I oh my gosh. But he was just like, thank you. Because he wasn't thinking about his ego. He wasn't thinking about, oh, now my book is going to sell out. And this is going right. to be. He was just like, that's, that's beautiful. Thank you. You know? And wow. I just, I, I never thought about it. And it's like, to think about not having an ego almost seems selfish when I think of it. Yeah. Because it's like, you're not, because I, we've been trained to have this ego. This ego is with us all the time. But how beautiful would that be if our ego wasn't there and how, if you had a thought, you just went for it. You didn't have something telling, you no or telling you that you're not good enough.
1: Yeah. See, like your truth will always speak for the highest and best good of everyone involved, including yourself. And that's not to say that sometimes your truth isn't going to say pump the brakes. Yep. Let's not confuse that because there will be times where your truth will know that that's not in your best interest or in someone else's best interest. And so you'll get a feeling of like, oh, maybe this isn't a great idea. And that is separate from you're, you're never gonna make this, you're not worthy, like those types of pump in the brakes thoughts.
0: Yes. Right? And, it, and I know that it takes some time to understanding the difference between, yes. but it's possible. Like when you get to an understanding of what is actually talking and what is actually helping, like what, you know, which, which part of you, which part of your ego is speaking to you. Yeah. Then you can better understand how to navigate what it's telling you.
1: Right. Whether it's truth or ego. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Hmm.
1: Yeah, I'm obsessed with this. Okay, we need
0: to keep talking about this. But yeah. let's let's do cards. Let's do a card. What's next? You? I'm like so intrigued. I want to learn more. <laughs> the Course of yeah. Miracles. By the way, I need to read this. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Okay.
1: It's. Do you anything? listen?
0: Do you do Audible or did you you you? Oh,
1: you know what? You probably could. No, audible. because I'm a writer. And I really like getting a book and I never can lend books out because I literally never. deface the book. It is like underlined, oh. written by the side, like every part of the white page is then filled with my penmanship. Like, so no, I need the tangible book in my hand.
0: Mm-hmm. I like to have both. I find that the to read it is not quick enough for me. I'm like, I can't wait for more. So uh, I do the audible, but then I also understand the, uh, the, the importance of actually reading it and seeing it. And like you said, like writing some things and highlighting, underlining, I do appreciate that so much as well, but I'm yeah. like the audible, I just, I want to get it done. Di- I want to get it in. I want it all in me right now. Does that make right.
1: sense? <laughs> yes. Yes whereas I like, like
0: force it I just like you know, get excited
1: get excited exactly mm-hmm. yeah. okay what is okay. our card? unfinished symphony
0: I feel like we've pulled this one before on the podcast I don't remember it but I saw this symphony but you said that word it made me think of there's a symphony playing with candles and I really want to go that'd be beautiful. it's like all candles surrounding them
1: Oh, that's so pretty. Mm -hmm. That would be gorgeous. Right? Yeah. Unfinished business, an incomplete lesson, lack of closure or the need to make amends. This is a time to tie up loose ends as you near the completion of a cycle or project and mastery of a lesson or skill. Before you can move forward, it's important that you come to terms with where you are now. Practice radical acceptance, take inventory so that emotional and psychological closure can occur and the answers you seek can be found. You can't move forward if you're leaving things unfinished. Reflect on what has passed so the symphony can finally end on a high note. Okay. Huh. That's a good one. That is so good. Were we talking about sitting in it in this podcast or was that a different podcast
0: sitting in it? I think that was the last one.
1: Was that the last one? Okay. So that card is still like lingering, lingering about really like sitting and accepting and giving yourself permission to feel the emotions you feel. And so let's tie it back to fears. So really sitting in it and observing like, What is the real truth of this fear is it that I'm actually afraid of failure is it that I'm actually afraid of rejection because there is no such thing as rejection water and oil don't mix so the people who reject you quote air quote are not your people anyway so let's weed them out yep right
0: And as you were saying that, I just kept thinking a lot of that fear that you think is failure or rejection is actually like fear of success. Like, are you actually a fear of having a fear of like achieving? Yeah. Cause you might not know that. You might not understand it, but because when you achieve and when you are succeeding, you're going to change too. And that's Mm -hmm. scary. I think change in general for some people are just really is, can be challenging. Right. But and ego so,
1: let's bring it back to ego please do <laughs> ego is really damn afraid of you succeeding because ego's entire job is to keep you from success so if you're really like thinking you're fearful of failure it's actually just like you said it's the opposite you know you're born to succeed and that ego's trying tooth and claw to keep you fearful of that success
0: it's literally the little devil. Like I see on my shoulder, the little devil, like being yeah. like, no, with the fire. <laughs> yes, no, yes. <laughs> you got The angel, the, the devil, the angel, the devil, fighting it out. Yeah. And it's all around my head. It's like right here.
1: Oh yeah, oh yeah. Do
0: you have a quote? For we have a quote, quote by Robin S. Sharma. Sharma. And she says, she says, or he says, I'm not sure. Robin could be both, I guess. Being scared is part of being alive. Accept it, walk through it. That's like perfectly what we've been talking about. I know, I align that, you know? Yeah, like, it's so good. It's so good. I really like it. It's, you know, when you see something and just like, just like shoots out at you, like you're like, oh god that feels good yeah Mm -hmm. beautiful all right girl well thanks again for another lovely conversation I feel like these I want to go back to like some of our beginning ones I feel like they have gotten so much better like each one I feel like we like dive deeper and deeper into these really so
1: good incredible conversations yeah i just love diving into deep conversation like and you know sometimes they be, maybe we begin a little more superficial because we have this thought that we want people to be able to relate to what we're talking about at least i shouldn't say we i know i do so i'm like oh let's like tone it down a little. Let's make sure that people are going to understand what you're saying. And then as the conversation goes on, I'm just like, I don't give a shit anymore. Like I need to speak my truth. So <laughs> we're going to get deep. And then I still find I put up little boundaries and I'm like, no, don't quite go there yet. So <laughs> totally. Should- but
0: I, I think it's also because this could go on for five hours if you don't. True.
1: And we should get people's feedback. Like, do they want us to go like layers deeper, or do they they think it's at a good position, or like how in depth do we want to go? We
0: should to your listeners. See, that's another thing. Like this eco stuff is newer to me to think about and to speak about. So, like, I need to kind of peel off little piece by piece as I learn about it as well. Where I'm I'm sure people who are listening are like that about each topic we talk about as well. Yeah. Who knows? I guess. Yeah. Let us know. Email us. Hello at the Michelle Wolf. Let us know what you think and leave us a question.
1: Questions are nice. I love the
0: questions. (laughs) They make me so excited to talk about like what people actually have on their mind. So thank you guys for anybody who has left a question. We appreciate it. And again, you can message at hello at the Michelle Wolf. Um, Anytime that you want to leave us a question and Dana, it's been a pleasure.
1: Thank you, Michelle. It's been so fun
0: until the next time.
1: Mwah!